0: tuned in to The Kitra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Kitra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment.
1: Welcome
0: to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. Today, I have a magnificent guest by the name of Mr. Bruce Gwynn, who is a singer songwriter. We got some goodies on this one. We just had a a pre interview conversation um, and it's. It's it's uh it's very insightful because I know a lot of independent artists are adjusting and kind of pivoting and figuring out ways to stay connected with their audiences during this time. And this gentleman has actually made a way for himself and he is eager to share some ideas and things like that. And not only that, I mean, he's the CEO of New Coast Records. These guys are West Coast based and he's you know, he's given away a lot of free music and efforts to support and really uplift people. Uh, During this time to where we're having a shelter in place and kind of getting bored and needing some entertainment and things like that. So without further delay, without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Bruce Gwynn, who is, like I said, the CEO and founder of New Coast Records. And he's also a significantly talented. uh, This guy's been to five different continents. He's got different awards and things like that. And he's just a great singer and songwriter and a great guy and a great spirit. So anyway, Bruce, drop that introduction for us and let's roll with the goodies on this one.
1: Oh well hey, thank you so much. That's a fabulous introduction. How nice of you. You're very kind. Um well it's wonderful to be be with you, Keith. and I'm just happy to share, you know, anything any place we go, I'm I'm willing to go there. So let's let's chat.
0: <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I, I tell you what, we got a lot of lot of ground to cover. So I, I guess to give people a quick background and to let them know who you are, uh, let's start with an introduction. Just give us like a, give us like maybe some some information on how you got started as a musician. You know, some inspirations and things like that, and then we'll start talking about the big rain, the band, okay. the album, and all that other good stuff.
1: Okay. Well, I started out in music very young. Um, I was about five or six years old, and I heard a Billy Holiday record, and that just changed my life. So. There's something about the way that woman sings and the way she does a big music that just grabbed me and and I started singing at a young age after hearing that and I actually think I actually think that because of her influence and just having the opportunity to hear her as a child um, drove me to actually want to play piano. We had this old upright piano, so I started banging on it and playing on it. So that was at a young age. And then I did all the normal things, that, uh, the usual things that uh, kids do growing up, you know, uh, playing baseball and all that stuff. But sticking to music here, um, I always wanted to... I, I always wanted, in my heart, in my heart and soul, I felt like I was supposed to be a singer. And it was just something that stuck with me and drove me throughout my life and I've got, uh, music became a, a way for me to heal my emotions as a child and as a teenager and through life and so in the 80s I decided to go to get out of the business world in the standard way of doing business and I decided well I'm just going to go for this, I'm just going to write songs, produce my albums and see what happens. And um, I started writing and singing and playing and um, uh, released an album in uh, 1994 called Sound of Freedom and promoted it myself. I learned some tricks through the uh, independent artists of those days, and I studied people who had been successful at it, and I got a lot of ideas from people. And I said, well, I'm just going to go for this and see what happens. And then I just started and I didn't have never stopped since then. And that's kinda of how I got into the professional world of music. Um, I was very um I wasn't gonna do other people's music in the beginning. I was just gonna do my music and see what happened. Yeah. Even though I love so many artists and, and you know, love their music and played it, but I just focused on that. And it worked out so far. So um up until this point, um I produced six full-length albums, um, countless, a number of very successful singles on the charts, um, had been signed by a, re- a couple of record labels along the way, but uh, decided that as an independent artist, I was going to have the freedom to be who I wanted to be as an artist. And and uh, I made that decision early on in my life, and, and um, I'm glad I stuck with it, because I think it's really important that any artist... Um, understands their own process and knows who they are as an artist. Yeah. And and through the evolution of that, you discover things that you never thought you would ever discover about yourself and other people. And it teaches you so much in so many ways that it's hard to sometimes explain that to people. But it really is a life experience in a different way than than. It's just—it's just. Let's put it make it simple. It's—it's it's a life experience, and your art is the experience of your life, and what 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 you gather through it. And it's like if you go into a forest and gather wood to make a fire, you're you're constantly doing that, and you're expressing that in the world. And and then how I and for me it evolved uh, in phases, and and that's pretty much my history. And 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 then I did set up my own record label called New Coast Records. I did have a record label early in the early on in the days called uh, Umbrella Records, um, and that was my first um, back in the early '90s. That was my first independent label, um, but it, it was my own label. And uh, when I released my first album, we went to stores and we distributed them, and we did all that. We did all the things all the that footwear. a record label did, yeah, you know, and all that stuff. But since then, the whole industry has changed. It's completely different than it was when I first started. So. I guess I'll leave it there for now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no that 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 is quite the story. And I I I was curious just to know, like, did you did you start out as a solo artist? Because I know now that you you know you guys are uh, I think a four piece band, is it? When you do your yeah, um... I started out yeah, I
1: started out as a solo artist uh, on my first album project. Um, I, I I live in an area where there's a lot of really good musicians. Um, you know, San, the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, Santa Cruz area in California. And so I had the opportunity to work with a lot of people and I decided that I was just going to work with the best musicians in the world I could find. And, and I was good. And I felt like I worked with the best people. I would become better at this.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's true. If you push yourself to work with people that are really, really good, you can be a little intimidating at times, but if you get past that, you're going to have a lot more success, I think. And you're going to grow as your own artist in your own way. Um, So that was my first pact I made with myself. But how Big Rain got started was back in 1994 through 96. I walked into my fitness center where I would exercise on a regular basis, and I was in there exercising, and I was, you know, doing my thing, and um, there was this fellow across the room talking to a lady and a woman, and he said, you know, I really could use a singer to, you know, get my stuff together. And and I oh, happened yeah. to overhear it. And I, for some reason I just looked over and said, Hey, I sing. Uh, and he goes, Oh, cool. And we started talking and it turned out to be one of the greatest partnerships in my lifetime. Um, and we, I said, well, I'm making this album. Why don't you come over to the studio, check it out. And, you know, give me your thoughts. And, um, He came over, and I said, well, let's, and he says, well, I sing too. And I said, great. I said, well, let's sing some harmony. And so we sang together for about the first 30 seconds. We sang the first couple lines of harmony, and we looked at him and said, this is a keeper. Let's let's do this, man. (laughs) Yeah. uh, That's crazy. And, you know, and it it just sounded, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is working, you know. And uh, so we just went for it, and Peter was, his name was Peter Alimo, a um, truly gifted guitarist, wonderful human being, uh, wonderful singer, um, very creative person, probably one of the smartest people I ever met in my life. Like, I remembered everything that he ever read. <laughs> yeah. It was just it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. I tell you what, I mean, you guys, uh, if you're on... go ahead. Yeah, yeah if you're on the... when we were on the road, I I didn't have to ever be in 13, I just have to ask him a question. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I could.
0: <laughs> <worked out> <laughs> I tell you what, you guys, yeah. you have one heck of a sound. I mean, I know you, you guys. Uh, you you talk about the crossover, uh, you know, with with being like the soulful rock. You have the blues, a little bit of R and B, a little bit of Americana, and then you have the roots, but. Okay. What? Give me your definition, because I I I know a little bit about what this is, but I definitely want you to explain, because I know it's it's more um, fitting to uh, the sound that you guys create when you're together, the Redwood Coast sound. What is the Redwood Coast sound?
1: Okay. Now that that has that has evolved after Peter, because <laughs> okay, the, Peter had a stroke back in 2010, and he's not an old guy. he's weird thing, and so he had a had to leave, so then I, I went back on my own. So now it's Bruce Wayne and Big Rain, and I said, Peter, I can't call it Big Rain, because you're not in the band anymore. So just put your name in front of it and keep going, brother. You know, yeah, right. going and, but this is that story. But he, he, we talk all the time. Uh, anyway, the sound originated, um, I believe, was, we worked with a producer by the name of Ray Ruff back in the uh, early 2000s, and we, we, have a, we, were, we got signed to this record label in California. And um, uh, called the Oak Records, but this guy worked with all the big labels over the years, and he was quite a producer. And so we walked in there, and he said, uh, "I really like that you guys are doing great music. Uh, you, you're writing great songs. Uh, you got what we need here, so let's do this." He said, "Make we'll, we'll make four of your songs, and if you're happy, we'll we'll sit down and you know do a, con- a, a recording contract and all that." Anyway, so he we, we got into the process of the first we got through the first four songs and he said this is great we were all happy we said okay let's do this and uh, we made this album and then when he he when it came to promoting the album he says he looked at me and he goes and he did some really cool things he took the music that had a, a lot of crossover appeal oh, like you yeah. just described and and he put it into a package that you know was produced very, very well. Um, so I learned a lot about I learned how to make records from this guy, let's put it that yeah. way. I learned how to make, you know, I knew how to write commercial songs, but and that could be successful, but without knowing it, I, I knew it. But he reinforced the fact that I knew what I was actually doing, and it gave me a lot of confidence. But he also taught me how to produce records.
0: How to produce, um, yeah.
1: So I thought uh, forever, I can only thank him for that. And um, so... We didn't really have a name for it at the time. They crossed. We crossed it over into rock. And actually, the craziest thing was country stations was playing the, the music. So I said, but when he looked at me, he said, yeah, we're going to put you on country stations. I said, I looked at him and you're crazy. What? <laughs> right. this, ain't, this ain't country, man. Yeah. yeah, it's a totally different sound. <laughs> but it worked um, on those stations, too. But it crossed over into adult contemporary and all kinds of different stations. Yeah. So people, so it was a crossover. So, and, and it wasn't until later I said, well, what did I write? I asked myself this question. I always go back to, okay, where am I coming from? What am I trying to do? Who am I? Why am I doing this? And it's always good to check in with that because you, you need to, you know, think about why you're really doing this. Yeah. And um, obviously it's not to make it rich, but, you know, it's to create and, and make music and, and help people in their lives with the music. That's the whole idea, right? If you're not helping people with something, then why are you doing it? Go. That's just where I'm coming from. But I think, but everybody says, you got to call it something, man. you got to call it something. Okay. Well, I asked myself, where did you write all this music? And where do you live? And where did it come from? Well, it came from the central coast where I live. Um, my ideas came from here. I have a big redwood tree around my house. I grew up in the redwoods. I said, you know what? I'm going to call it the Redwood Coast Sound because yeah. it's it's just, it was a geographical relationship, but it's also like where I wrote the music. But in a sense, it describes the music because there's a lot of different influences throughout, you know, California and, and musical, yeah. like in other yeah. regions, you know, there, there's a lot of different influences. So, I just felt it would take on the character of the person and where they came from, and so I call it the Redwood Coast sound, and you know, maybe in the in the uh, spirit of you know, well, where did Motown get their idea right exactly, <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah, it had to have been influenced some some way, right,
1: yeah, I mean, you know they Motown did something that was really incredible with music, so um, yeah you know so. I, I don't know, I didn't use that as, as kind of an example, but it's a way of kind of describing, um, you know, we'll probably never be as successful as Motown, but we're having a great time doing it, right? Well, so, I'll tell
0: you what, I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ, Bruce. I mean, who knows? Because uh, you mentioned something very important, and I definitely feel like it's worth sharing, is, is the reason behind why you are doing what you're doing. And I don't know if you realize it or not, but, like, you, you, you you're actually... Uh, giving of yourself you know obviously uh, with the creative process and you know the music but then also when you are um, doing these different things like as far as I know you just launched like the tribute series which is the stay at home uh, acoustic series and then you also are giving away uh, your album your recent album which is Ocean of Souls Free and I'm sure other artists are doing that as well but I really like the way you have kind of pivoted because as a performing artist you know somebody who has toured all you know plenty of continents and you've done all these different live shows like how how are you adjusting like give us a little rundown of how you are actually uh pivoting to be able to do what you love entertain your fans and not lose your lose your cool <laughs> cool you know the process yeah yeah,
1: lose yeah. Uh, yeah. well that's a really good thing because that's now and i think um you know maybe my story can help other people to make that pivot um i just said well i gotta do something to myself i said you know, I can't go out and play shows. I can't book shows. Everything's canceled. Um, okay, what are you going to do? Well, you can't stop. So yeah. I said, well, I have all these people that like the music and want to hear it. So let me just bring it to them in a way that is comfortable for them and comfortable for me. And so I just, again, I asked myself the question, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm going to make videos, which I've been wanting to learn how to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and edit them and put them online I'm going to get into the internet on a much bigger level um, on different levels, you know, I have my Twitter account, I have YouTube, I have you know, the basic things Um, I'm going to look and try to learn as much as I can about this online um, world that we're involved in because there's a lot that I haven't had the chance to really really get into because of what you just mentioned, touring and playing and all that and uh, running a band and doing solo shows and all that stuff. and you know uh, and you know, working with a small label with a few artists and things like that. So this gave me the opportunity. I looked at it this way. okay, I have a lot of anxiety like all of us do with all this. Yeah. this is a really hard time for everyone. We're all slightly frustrated. We don't know what to do. Um, so you got to manage that anxiety. definitely for me to manage anxiety is create right music and do something that again I can bring to people and help them through their day. So I said, "Well, gosh, let's just let's just bring the music to the people so they have something to relax with. If if they like the music, maybe it'll put a smile on their face and make their day better as we're going through this process." Now that was my first uh, gut response to it. Now, next question is, how do I do this? Well, I get online. I force myself to stand here and uh, play acoustic songs and record them and, and edit them and put them up for people so they can listen to them. Um, do, do bring them new things. Bring uh, uh, Write new songs and put them out there. Just, just yeah. don't go in. I can't go in the studio. And I was right in the process of recording my next album right now in the studio. That's all stopped. Um, so I'm going to do it here at home and I'm going to keep writing songs. So I collaborated with one of my guys I write songs with, I said, okay, you've got some great lyrics. I'm gonna write three songs and we're gonna put them up and we're gonna get into we're gonna let people hear them. So I did that. Um, and so I started the acoustic stay at home series and I, you know, up to four videos and I just did another one yesterday I haven't posted yet. And so I just want to give it to people and then the idea of said so I work with a fellow in the UK named the Matt Steady who's another independent artist. And he's just a great guy, and I I just want to shout out to Matt over there in UK. He does my internet, my uh, websites, and he's just been really a big help in helping me get my ideas off the ground and and getting it out in the world. And he said, "Hey, why don't?" He said, "I did this. I decided to to give my fans my music." And give him something at home to do. And I said, Man, that is fantastic. I've been looking for a way to do that. He said, I said, But you know, you got all the technical skills, and it would take me two or three days to get that thing up and going. You can do it quick. And he said, Don't worry, buddy. We're in this together. I'll help you do it. So we got that online. And we've been, I said, Let's just give everybody the Ocean of Souls album free so they have some entertainment while they're at home. And then I'll create some other things along the way uh, to go along with it and so that's what I've been doing I've been focusing all my energy into that and it's really been it's forced me to learn a lot yes. in a short yes. period of time so I've taken a cram course on a lot of these things but you know if you put your mind to something and you know you stay focused on it you can learn how to do all this stuff and, and so that's what I would suggest for any independent artist take, ask yourself which, you know what you know you know what you can do you know what you can do well and you, and you know what you can't do well yeah but you know even though you can't do it well today it doesn't mean you can't do it well tomorrow without without work you know with, with not working you know, if you work on it you can do it, it uh, suddenly it becomes second nature to you right so yeah, that's true Um, Absolutely. Just so I push myself into those areas. So I think it's it's pretty much a simple equation. You just have, of course, you have to be able to have a computer and you know have have technology, um, and you know available. And so it's it it would be harder for someone who doesn't have that you know connection. You know to put it together. Yeah. But I was lucky enough to have that connection
0: with the world. Yeah. No. And you. you, you go, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, Bruce. You f- go ahead and finish your thought. I'm sorry. No,
1: no, that's okay. I I think I pretty much explained. But I, I, it, it is just asking yourself that question and waiting for the answer and then acting on it. Act on the answer. And you might make a few mistakes along the way, but believe me, what you're going to accomplish along the way is going to really outweigh those one or two mistakes you made. Yeah, so
0: I definitely agree. We'll go for Love that! Love that! That's some uh, wonderful encouragement for uh, the the artist and anybody really who's who's uh, kind of not able to get out and perform and to make a living and do the things that they enjoy, especially when it comes to cr- to the creative plane. Uh, and Bruce, before we wrap up, you have a quote that I, I mean I, I know that you, uh, especially for like the stay at home series, and I know that you dedicate a lot of uh, what you do to like the the people that are on the front lines, the healthcare workers, and um, those people who. I guess maybe what we call them, maybe the, the essential needs of people that are out in the environment working and just trying to encourage and uplift them. But you have this quote, which is, uh, music is healthcare for the mind and body. Now that, yeah, yeah. I I love
1: that. I love that. It's true. It's, uh, for me, it's true. Um, I don't know if it's true. It's not true for everyone, but for me, it's true. It's, it's, um, in the sense, it really is healthcare for the mind and body. Because it's gotten me through. I, I believe music has gotten me through my whole life. Yeah, um, yeah. There's two things that get you through life. Well, for me, well, three things, I guess: baseball, music, and love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's good. That it's a good set. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, take I, it. You know, if they're gonna bring anything back from this, this. uh <laughs> terrible time to just go play baseball in a stadium with no one there I'll be happy I'll watch you know
0: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah
1: but uh, um, you know so it's you know it's like you just as an artist you just have to you know I think for me as an artist and I'll just kind of sum it up this way um if you're going to do for me if I'm going to do something if I'm going to make music it's got to help people yeah, and you can help people with music in so many ways because it allows them to get in touch with so many different levels of their being, emotionally and intellectually, that other things really just don't seem to do in a lot of ways. You know, in that yeah. moment in time, like when you're hearing a song, in that moment in time, you are under, you have an understanding of what's going on. Whether you know it or not, if you know what I'm saying, because you're you're being you're you're opening up on so many different levels, and in that moment, if you can capture that moment, exactly, yeah, and put, yeah. and put that in real life, and put that into action, and put that into message, then it's it can be pretty powerful. So,
0: yeah, love that. Well, this is great. I hope you guys have enjoyed this as much of, as much as I have enjoyed speaking to. Bruce Gwen. This is perfect. Uh, Bruce, we we appreciate you and we love your spirit and definitely, hopefully, uh, we can have you back on sometime in the future. Before we wrap up, uh, Bruce, go ahead and drop your website address. Make sure you leave your social media handles and if anybody wants to connect, uh, let us know where we can find you. Yeah, okay.
1: So you want me to send
0: you a link? Yeah, you can, yeah, definitely, you can, I think, well, I think I have your, I I have that information via email, but just if you want to leave your uh, website address, um, so the listeners, oh. like anybody on on the, uh, yeah, yeah, that is listeners. So uh, yeah. yeah, so there's two
1: there's two websites, but I'm gonna just direct you to the, my okay. my website. Uh, that's brucegwynn dot com b r u c e g u y n n dot com. And if it's hard for people to remember that, just think of bigrain.net dot net. One word. <laughs> okay. Big rain. Uh, Big rain dot net. Perfect, perfect. dot net. All right. Sounds um,
0: good. And social media it, handles and anything it, else you'd like to leave?
1: Uh, just, you know, uh, everybody just hang in there. Um, you know, if you feel anxiety, just uh, a good way to manage it is take a big breath and think about how you could be creative today if you're an independent artist and act on it and You know, just get busy on stuff, and you know, even if it doesn't feel like it's working out at the moment, stick with it, and you'll come up to something that you'll be proud of. Perfect, perfect, perfect.
0: Thanks so much, Bruce. We appreciate you taking time to speak with us. Look forward to having you back.
1: All right, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for reaching out. And it's been wonderful talking with you, and um, you know, really very kind of you to to share the story, and I hope we help other people along the way as well. So everyone take care, and thank you so much, Kitra.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Kitra's website updates, just log on to
1: Kitra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.